Hey, running friends. Welcome to the Wrinkled Runner podcast. I'm Sherry, the Wrinkled Runner. I'm over 50 and I love to run wherever I go, but Buffalo, New York is my home. If you are looking to start to run or you're an older runner, this podcast is especially for you, so subscribe now. I love to help people get running and keep running. On today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you what I do for strength training. I've recently gotten into it as something I enjoy rather than something I have to do, which would ultimately mean doing it for two weeks and then stopping. As a coach, I know that strength training is beneficial for me as a runner, and the fact that I'm an older runner means anything I can do to keep my muscles stronger is only going to help me. Of course, that is true for anyone of any age, but I feel like I need to work harder now that I am menopausal in order to stay the same level of fitness that I had in my 30s. Maybe because back then I could eat whatever junk I wanted all day and it didn't affect me at all. Last week I talked about a feature that comes with my particular Garmin watch and several others. I can choose different strength workouts or even create my own and I show you how to use that feature for those of you that have a Garmin with that capability in a YouTube video I did which I'll link to in the show notes. I also shared a website called, I think it's pronounced jeffit.com, it's J-E-F-I-T, I think that's how you say it. Uh, that has a lot of workouts to choose from as well. There's an app you can download for that, but I've just been using my iPad and going right to the site. I am no expert on weight training. I should actually talk to Eric or Ryan, two of my sons who are lifters, about what order I should do things in and which days I should do what. They have push and pull days, which I don't know what that is. (laughs) Um, I do know that it is recommended to do strength training first before cardio, but that's not going to happen in my world because I get up and go to for a run most of the time and then hit the gym when I get home. And that order is what will keep me weight training. So I, I'm just going to go with that. Now, for some of you, if you go to a gym and do both weights and run on the treadmill, that order would definitely work for you. When I had a gym membership, I would also go to the gym, do my strength training And, you know, for the two weeks that I'd actually do it, and then I would run home. But since I have a home gym now, I like the order of run, then lift. And if something is going to keep you consistent, then I say, okay, that that is fine. Um, Keep in mind, I do the lifting to enhance my running, and any uh, research that I do is um, for strength training that's going to do that for the most part. So if you're a bodybuilder going to competitions, don't follow my advice for either strength training or for the order you should do things. And besides that, you're on the wrong podcast. So I try to lift three times a week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And Sundays are usually longer runs for Dave and I. So Mondays are usually lower mileage and low intensity. So I do leg work and back work. Now, if you've ever read my blog or have watched any of my YouTube videos, you'll find out that I have said that I just don't do leg work because it's just too hard on my legs when I run then after they're just too sore and I don't like that. So I've just started doing legs. Um, I haven't done marathon training in like a year, over a year and a half uh, because of COVID. And so I um, was really, really sore and tired. And so Even shorter runs on marathon training is actually a longer run than uh, usual. And I just didn't focus them at all. It was just, it was just too hard to, you know, do leg work or squats or things like that. And then the next day go out for an eight mile run. Now I do do different kinds of squats and I do those with some lighter dumbbells. I'll do squats with both legs, 
single leg. Um, I do calf raises, lat pull downs for my back. There are others as well, and I'm going to link you down below to the, the actual workouts that I use. Now, I do skip over some of them. Our home gym is nice, but it doesn't have some of the machines that these that some of the workouts have. Like, you know, I can't do the thing where you curl thing. You know, I don't have that machine. So I will skip over. So even though it's a long list of things, I don't do every exercise on those lists. But I'll link you to what I do use for reference and what I, you know, and I do choose and discard some of them. So I'm not saying that I do every one of those. I don't think that would be really good for my for my legs to do all of those. And I only do eight to 10 reps for each exercise. And I only do each exercise two to three sets. Most I only do two sets of eight reps. You know, I'm just trying to get some uh, light strength training in, trying to improve my muscles. I'm not trying to bulk up or become a, a bodybuilder or uh, focus too much on the strength training because I am a runner. And in between each exercise then, so how you, how you do strength training, if, if, you've, if that's something you've never done before, is usually you do like two sets, uh, eight reps we'll say. So I'll do the eight reps of the exercise, say bicep curls. Then I rest for a minute and then I do another eight reps of the bicep curls. So instead of going on to the next exercise though, what I do to get my ab work in is I do Russian twists. I, I don't, <laughs> I can't explain it really well, so you'll have to look it up what a Russian twist is. But I take a 10 pound plate weight and I do 20 uh, Russian twists for in between each exercise. And then that gets my ab work in. Now there's a particular day, which I'll talk about in a little bit, that is an actual ab work day. But this gives me ab work three days a week. And for legs, I do not do lunges. Um, I don't do them right. And so I find, I, if you can't do an exercise in good form and the way it should be done, I don't feel personally that you should be doing them. I feel like I'm going to get injured if I try to do lunges. Plus, I don't like them. <laughs> So Wednesday is a running rust day, and in the gym, I do a full body workout. So this has me doing chest presses, incline dumbbell curls, easy bar triceps extensions. Now, an easy bar is like a barbell, but it has little divots, or it's kind of curved where your hands would go, and I, I really like that. It makes things easier for me. You know, you can get all this stuff on Amazon or at a sporting goods store. So you can put together a really nice home gym with only a few things. And you don't actually need anything at all. You can definitely look up exercises to do strength training with just your body weight. But I do like this easy bar thing. And again, I'll link you below to the actual thing that I use. And what's nice about it is you can actually see, you know, how to do the exercise, which is what I need. I mean, I, I need to visually see things. Now Wednesday, which is today, is my favorite day for strength. After I record this, I'm going to go change and go downstairs and do get my workout out of the way too for the morning. And today is also the day that I do a 10-minute ab workout at the end of my workout. So I just find one on YouTube or Amazon Prime that looks like something interesting. Now, if I like it, I add it to my list. And if I don't, it's only 10 minutes of my life and I know not to pick that particular one again. I use Fitness Blender videos for a lot of this, but YouTube has tons of free videos to choose from if you want to check them out. So Friday is my arm and glute and hip day. 
my arms just do not want to give up the jiggle. You know, some runners you see their arms are really nicely shaped from the motion. And, you know, a lot of them are running 100 miles a week, which I do not do. So I still like to work out the biceps and the triceps. There's even exercises for forearms, and I don't do them. <laughs> That's not, my forearms are not a concern of mine. So my glutes and hips give me the most trouble in running. I get sciatic pain pretty regularly when I start marathon training, and I have the drop hip thing going on, which if you want to Google what that looks like, you can see pictures of runners that have this condition. Now, I never knew I even had it. I always felt like I was running pretty well, but um, I saw a picture of me from a half marathon a few years ago, and oh my goodness, I, I have it. You can see it in pictures when runners have this drop hip thing. So there are exercises that you can do to help with that because it's a weakness in the muscles of your hips. So I have some resistance bands, and I do lateral band walks, which is walking with the band. Um, you put them around the knees, and you do some sidestepping. I also do bridges and clamshells. And I originally did bridges with the band, but I found that I didn't really feel a difference uh, doing them with the band or without since the motion of the bridge is kind of up and down. So instead of, you know, wrapping the brand band around for that particular exercise, I just don't use it. And then also I do donkey kicks with the band. Even if you don't listen to anything that I've said, as far as strength training any other part of your body, strengthening your hips will go a long way to help your running. So if you would just commit to the four exercises that I do, if of course, you know, your doctor approved to be able to exercise and do these things, then I would encourage you to strength train your hips. If you are stronger, you can be faster and endure longer. So really give strength training a shot. Having a strong core keeps you balanced and upright, which is a must, obviously, for runners. If you've ever done something else besides running and you're sore the next day, like me with spin classes, for example, uh, the soreness is because you're using muscles that don't normally get worked out. So even in your legs, running isn't hitting some of the muscles. The other day, my daughter-in-law and I went for an 11-mile walk around the city, and you know some of my muscles were sore from that that don't usually get sore even if I run 11 miles. So doing strength training gets the whole of you in shape, which as the muscles work together will help make you a stronger runner. An expert in using strength training in conjunction with your running is Jason Fitzgerald of strengthrunning.com. So his website is our spotlight for today, and I encourage you to go check out his podcast as well. Really interesting stuff that you can listen to on the run. If I can't convince you to add strength to your running toolbox, maybe he can. Next week, I'll be talking about running goals for the beginning runner and different targets you can create for yourself to help keep you motivated. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you know another runner who could benefit from today's topic, go ahead and share it. Do you have any running questions? You can ask me. Email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com and if I can't answer your question, I will do the research to find the answer and share it with you. The questions I get from listeners like you help me develop episodes, so please don't be shy. You can sign up for my once a month newsletter using the link provided so that you can have all the Wrinkled Runner resources from the past month all in one place. I also have opened up my virtual coaching in addition to coaching one-on-one -on -one with those in the Buffalo, New York area. So head to my coaching page on the Wrinkled Runner website, which I will, of course, link to, and check out how we may be able to work together. Until next Monday, 
Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the run.